Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! Get on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSP and 105.7 The Fan with Tom Neubauer, Dan Bush, Paul. Billy B. Paul, there's no Paul here. Bill Schmidt on the board. Ron. Close. Ron. Yeah, yeah our, yeah. our special guest. Well, we both start with consonants. You're close. Yeah. Ron Johnson. PR. Yeah. Okay. From Arizona. Yeah. Good. A lot of, Sounds a lot of like people a want Paul. Hey, a lot of people want to ask this question. From Peter, he's Mary. Why Arizona, Ron? Why did you move to Arizona from the great state of Wisconsin to become a he's pro bass a guy? Wuss. He doesn't like pro the cold up fisherman. here. I don't know. I asked myself that question now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, back in the late 90s, I just was looking for a change, you know, uh, mm-hmm. getting out of the out of the cold weather. I wanted to uh you know, I, I knew I wanted to fish for a living, but uh, my wife and I, we picked up and moved out there. You know, just kind of got mm-hmm. tired of the cold, and uh, obviously it, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because as much as I loved to fish, I kind of realized I was going to be giving up some of the multi-species out here. Sure, yeah. But um, in fishing, uh, I had been to Arizona a few times before, and uh, I had some guys take me out fishing. I remembered the fishing and bass fishing particularly mm-hmm. being absolutely incredible. And, and, you know, a lot of people may not know this, but Arizona, if you guys look at the Bassmaster Top 100, we currently have four lakes in the top 100 in the whole United States. Now, you wouldn't think a desert oasis would well, would host some of the best bass fishing in the country, I, but it absolutely does. I know. Oh, and I, and you talked about the Black River that you fished down there. I think it's Black River. Yeah, yeah. In good for all memory. those smallies. And uh, my son, Nick, I told him about it. And he says, oh, yeah, I fished that because he lives down there. And he says, oh, yeah, I've been over there. But it, what's really weird is, you know, here's another northern guy. He moved down there, and hopefully they're going to move back soon, you know, in a couple years. But... Uh, what do you call it? He, he even ice fishes down there. He goes up in those mountains, up in the, I think they're the White Mountains. Yeah, the White Mountains. Up yep. in the northern Arizona. He goes up there and ice fishes in the wintertime. I, I don't do that. I mean, no. ever since I moved, <laughs> since I moved, if I realize, if I can put a boat in the water every single yeah. day of the year, yeah. that's, that's. You haven't different. ice fished anymore? I haven't ice fished no. since I left Wisconsin. Remember the time you and I went to Lake Como? <laughs> we went out ice fishing on Lake Como, and we took a guy who had just gotten hired by the FBI. The DEA. One of my buddies, he was yeah. a DEA yeah. agent. Yeah. So, He's a trained. And, so anyway, he, he goes, uh, 
the tip-up goes up at his feet and the spindle's going. He goes, hey, guys. Oh, uh, we couldn't see it, granted. We had an ice shanty in the way. And he, we, I think at the time we were throwing we're a football on, around We were or on the other on side the of the truck drinking beers, throwing a foot, whatever. And he goes, hey, uh, does this mean anything? <laughs> he said, whoa, anything? great investigator. You're going to be. No nothing, miss, nothing escapes you. Yeah. yeah. I noticed his flag was up. Does this mean anything? <laughs> yeah, spindle's no. spinning like crazy. No, Jeez. don't worry about it. It's nothing. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so he he does a lot of things. He does a lot of hunting down there too, you know. There's a and I never realized how much fishing there is down there. And they even have lakes up in those uh up in those mountain areas. There's different lakes up there and some of them have walleyes in them. Yeah, There's, our, our state record walleye is a little over 18 pounds. Our largemouth bass yeah. is just under 17. Yeah. Um, you know, this will trip you out. Arizona has arctic grayling. No. Up in the mountains in somewhere. In the mountains. Yeah. Yeah, you get up at eight to 10,000 feet, they have a few yeah. rivers. And, um, you know, I've done a lot of brown trout fishing up there, and I've caught eight to 10, 12-pound native browns. Wow, and rainbows. those are big. It's incredible. Yeah. And, you know, it's virtually, if anybody's been to Arizona, you know, everybody thinks it's desert. So when you go to Tucson and Phoenix, yeah, it's more the oh, desert Oh, sure, landscape. it's desert, yeah. But the whole northeastern part of that state looks identical to Colorado. If I was to yeah. pick you up and drop you there and not tell you where you were at or blindfolded, you wake up and you would never guess you were in yeah. the state of Arizona. Well, my son sent me pictures of this area where he hunts, and I swear to God, it looks just like Wisconsin's Northwoods. Yeah. You know, there's pine trees, there's hardwoods. I mean, it looks just like it, you know, and there's bear and... Wolves and but the one thing they have a lot of up down there that we don't have here a lot they get a lot of elk floating around and one time he got out of his tent first time he was up in the mountains him and his wife were in their little pup tent and he had to get up and go to the bathroom first thing he climbs out of this little tent and thirty feet in front of him there's a a, a cow elk taking a big dump <laughs> you know, oh, and, yeah. and he and he and he says my god that's massive that's a huge animal. that's the biggest dump i've ever <laughs> yeah. seen you know yeah most of the that state too. <laughs> most of the state is reservation or yeah. blm land yeah. and it's uninhabited and i gotta tell you you know living here in wisconsin my whole life you know we have a lot of deer and supposedly there's yeah. a lot of bear around but i never seen a bear unless i went to a dump at nighttime up north yeah you know? right exactly um, i have seen hundreds of bear um you know we also have uh, i've talked to some of the game wardens up there on the reservations and i didn't know this but hunters probably would that arizona is like the home of the world record elk and it's got the world record like mountain lions and and the, uh, and the big uh, oh, big sheep, geez. some uh, certain have, kind of sheep. We have bighorn desert bighorn yeah. sheep, but we also yeah. have the Rocky Mountain sheep. Yeah. We've got the Mexican gray wolves, and I've seen wild horses. I mean, it's it's a wild west, but it is so cool, yeah. man. Antelope, you got everything running mm-hmm. through uh, through the mountains. And when it comes to concealed carry down there by you guys, you don't need a uh, uh, you don't have to have a concealed carry license. Yeah, you correct. Just, just it, go it, as long as it's legal for you to ha- own a gun. You just go get a gun and carry it. Yeah, you can carry it. You don't need, need it. You don't need a license or anything yeah. like we do here, unless a government building or otherwise yeah. specified post offices, things like that. You, I mean, you, you just everybody carries out there, and you know what? I guess it's, it's we won't get into that, huh? No. Well, no, we we get into all we get kinds into all of, kinds of, stuff. of controversy. <laughs> we all kinds of We're stuff. trying to stir the pot take, here. Take yeah, you way off yeah. track. But no, so so okay. So you said you're going to where next? West Virginia. Um, I'm going to be here in the state of Wisconsin. I'm going to go up to Green Bay this week, and then, uh, believe it or not, I don't get to see my wife for about four months as I stay away from Arizona. So she's flying in. We're going to go up to the UP, so I'll do a little bit of fishing and spend some time with the in-laws. And then I'll come back down, and uh, uh, my wife and I, I surprised her at Christmas, and we're going to Canton to watch Brett Favre get inducted in Ohio. So I'm thrilled about that. So on August 6th or 5th, we're heading over there. Go to Canton uh, to watch uh, O'Brett get inducted, and then from there I'm off to uh, Virginia to fish uh, the Bassmaster Open okay. on the James River. Now yeah. you got a special contest you wanted to announce. Oh man, 
Well, why Uh-oh. don't you announce that Uh-oh. now? Okay. Well, our listeners. All right, listeners, get ready for Grab this. Grab your pen and I mean, pencil. We, we, I try to run some really great contests with obviously help and support of the sponsors. We, you know, I appreciate people following us, and I obviously try to introduce new products and, and try to keep my site and uh, things interactive for the fans. But I just teamed up with Baitmate Fish Attractants, obviously a proud sponsor here of the show, and we are going to be giving away um, two tickets to a game at Lambeau Field on November 6th versus the Colts. And the lucky winners are going to get the two tickets. They're going to go to a game with me and a representative from Babemate, and uh, we're going to have a blast. And here's the easiest thing. Uh, There's no purchase necessary. All you have to do is, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, all you have to do is like Ron Johnson Fishing. So go to Ron Johnson Fishing. Or on Instagram, it's RJ Fishing Pro. Or also go to Babemate. Just hashtag Babemate. And you need to follow us. So follow us. You're going to get an entry. Anytime we put a post up, if you like our post, you get another entry. And for sharing, you get another entry. So uh, you've got a lot of different opportunities to increase your odds and chances of winning. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. I mean, a football fan, a Packer yeah. fan, coming to Lambeau Field, if you've never, I mean, I can't imagine anybody never being to Lambeau Field because it's such an yeah. incredible experience. But I know there's a lot of people out there who have never been. Well, but it's going to be an awesome, right, awesome. So, and we got to remember. R O N. Typing it in right now. Yep. He's typing it in now. <laughs> R O N. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we're going to talk about it again Billy. before the end of the show, of course. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> um, now, yeah, everybody should go to Lambo at least once in their life. I mean, I prefer watching on the big screen TV at home. You know, the refrigerator's closed, the bathroom's closed, and all that. It's warm. Um, but you should go at least once. Just to experience. Yeah, it. I, yeah, I still get the same chills, and I've been there yeah. a bunch. I know a lot of you guys yeah. probably have, but if you've never been there, I don't know how you can walk through that. I mean, it's like it really is holy, yeah. holy, holy ground. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, the biggest chills I got there one time, it was for my 50th birthday, and I'm, we're, I forget what side of the end zone we were on, but it was the Jets. There were two Jets, okay, two fighter Jets, and they were coming from the opposite side coming at us. And they were up high. You could see them way in the distance, but then they swoop down low. And then when they get about to midfield, they hit those afterburners to to rise up in the air again. I swear to God, that stadium shook where we were. I mean, it was shaking. And I swear to God, you looked up, you could see rivets. I I mean, it seemed that close. But, I mean, I know they were several hundred feet above, of course, maybe 500 or 1,000. But they just seemed so close. And those afterburners just shook that stadium. That was so cool. Are they still doing? I mean, I've been every in the now I can't and then. Remember, but I don't every think now it's every and then, time. every now and then they'll do something. They'll have a flyover. Might be one drip. Might be a helicopter. Might be two or three. It all depends, you know. Last time couple I was of there, drones. Yeah, last, couple you know, of drones. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Here <laughs> they come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, oh wow, that was inspiring. <laughs> right. The, the last time I was there, they just had like three or four guys drop in. You know, a parachute. Oh and yeah, land yeah. Around the field. I don't even know where they came from. You just look up and they were there. And I, here they I come. Yeah, yeah, here they come. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you ever see the one with the eagle? Uh, they did it at uh, uh, at Miller Park with an eagle. The eagle is up in like where Bernie Brewer is. Yeah, up there by Burn, the guy, the eagle. What would you call him? Uh, the, the the falconeer. Yeah, whatever. He, but this is with the an raptor eagle. handler. Yeah, this is this is with an eagle, eagle and master. not a falcon. Eagle scout. Yeah. yeah, he's standing down on home plate. Yeah, and he does a whistle thing, and he holds up his arm, and his big ass eagle comes swooping down right onto his arm. You know, it's like now that's cool. Did you guys see stick the, your arms out again like yeah. that? Oh. And, 
And my <laughs> arms aren't He's long flying. as long. Take a picture of that invitation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom yeah. Newbar imitating an eagle. I'm gonna do that. You guys, you guys. That's a bitch on here. I'm gonna put this one up. There we go. Here we go. This is how we do our show. Now, here we got everyone. Just like this, right? Yeah. That's going up on Instagram. They're not. My arms aren't long enough to be what an eagle's wingspan is. No, but huge. did you guys see this door? I think it was just yesterday. I saw where an eagle at a Seattle's game, a Mariners game, came down, and, it, and the trainer had his arm out, and the eagle decided to take off, and he flew out of the stadium. No. Yeah. They just had it on. No. I just, I just oh, saw I yesterday. He did that. <laughs> and That's the illegal. Eagle, and the eagle laughed all the way home. <laughs> I was wondering where it was going to go because uh, the eagle actually had uh, looked like two well, other I'll tell you why. Yeah. 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 I, you want to know why they fly down to the guy with, on his arm? He's got food. He's got food. That's and right. And the guy didn't have the food. <laughs> and the eagle came well, down and thought, I've been yeah. hornswoggled. Yeah. Hornswoggle. Screw this. I'm out of here. <laughs> either that, hit it. Either that or there was a female eagle. On the other side of the stadium oh. that nobody could see. And oh, he like went, he smelled another and he eagle? Said, yeah. Oh, she got that chub and rub. Oh. <laughs> I'm going over there, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Anyway, we got to take another break. Yeah, these breaks, they really, really get in the way. Don't yeah, they, they really break up our conversation. They, they, they really get in the way. But listen, we'll be right back with more with Ron Johnson, professional pro bass angler from Arizona, originally from Wisconsin. 799-1250 is the phone number if you want to. Give a shout out to us, or maybe you're just enjoying the conversation. We'll be right back with more. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know, I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love tonight. Well, you can introduce the show. show. You can come back and say something. Welcome back to the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. I can say this, something. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. This hey. is the Midwestern Shooter yeah. Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. You know, the Where's big Paul? show. The, the big yeah. yeah. The, the, Paul? The, the big show was talking about bobbleheads. Who do you want to Travis. see a bobblehead of? What do you What do you think of this for bobbleheads? Remember the shirts that John had made of us on the train? Yeah. Okay. The crazy train. So just imagine a bobblehead. You got this little mini train, uh, uh, like a, a an engine, right? Yeah, yeah. And you got our three bobbleheads on the train. By God, I'm <laughs> going to get back to the shop, get the elves working on that right now. Hey, Building a little choo-choo train with us and bobbleheads. Yeah, hey, speaking of that, did you talk to Big O, <laughs> the master elf card maker? No, I forgot. No, you forgot, forgot to, to do that. Yeah. Now, I was, however, this week very busy. <laughs> oh, you were busy fishing, uh, right? Busy out fishing. Now, I was out uh, with uh, Sandy Flaster from Chicago. Dr. Sandy and I were out fishing, and again, he caught another muskie. Lucky Sandy's catches fish every time out mm. there. Yeah. Some clients are your lucky ones. When you go out, you always got yeah. good karma. So he got a nice one this week. Uh, we didn't even take a picture. We just did a quick water water release now. Which is kind of nice because once these guys have caught enough muskies, you know, if yeah, you got you got it yourself with a million pictures of you know thirty six to forty what's, inch muskies. What's the sense? Yeah. yeah. So um, so you just kind of unhook them and then mm -hmm. just pull the let them kind of reverse the net and let them swim happily away. Mm -hmm. uh, but had a really good day on Thursday. 
with uh, Don the Hammer Handle Hunter. Don the um, Muskie Hunter. No, no, no. He's, it's the Hammer Handle Hunter. Now it's the Hammer Handle because he's fishing on Tishigan, catching nothing but Hammer Handle pike. Oh, and it's so he has to get his whole new shirts, yeah. new hats, oh, geez. new boat. The Hammer Handle Hunter. Duh. And it's D A. It's the Hammer Duh. Handle Hunter. Hammer. But he said he's on Tishigan. He's got all these people following him around because he's got the Muskie <laughs> Hunter on there. But anyway, his brother Greg came up, and we went trolling and. After uh, Greg had caught about, I don't know, his fourth muskie, finally, you know, we had Don along there, and he was our, uh, he was like our, our bait mate boat, uh, boat servant out there. Every time a uh, fish would hit, I'd make him hand, wind a rod in, he'd get the net ready. So he was, you know, he was earning his keep. Anyway, finally, you know, <laughs> Greg felt sorry for him and said, well, let him wind this one in here. So after they argued about it for five minutes, finally I handed him the rod, and he lost the fish. So that was pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. Donnie, the, the musky hunter hasn't lost his touch. So yeah, <laughs> I still have his spinner bait for him. You do? Yeah, he was supposed to come and get his spinner bait one day. I I leave it in the back of the van, and what's the hey, Ron? What, they're, what? they're making fun of you. I feel sorry for you. We're yeah. not making fun of Ron. We're making yeah. fun of Don the musky hunter. Don the Don musky the hunter. Yeah. I see. You said Ron. Ron. This is hey, Paul. You, this is Paul. What this is, is Travis We need to get Loey on the phone. I want to hear what you call her at home. Yeah. <laughs> I blacked out. I don't know what happened. You uh, should hear him call for Loey. Loey! <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that stupid little dog disappears, it's like they might as well call in 911. Loey! The dog! Where's the dog? I hear yelling and screaming in the apartment complex. Oh, my God. Uh, Whew. Thank hey, God you didn't lose a child. I'll tell you what, Dan. I, I uh, You and I have been friends a long time, and I, I have some of my fun. We have the funnest memories going on a boat. And, you oh, know, my God. And this is this is was never a talked-about plug, but, man, if any of your listeners ever have an opportunity to go out fishing with Dan, you know, it, it, it obviously it's it's great yeah. to go out and musky fish, but, I mean, you will laugh all day long. He's 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 uh he's definitely gonna teach you some things out on the water, but man, you're gonna walk away with just one of these days. You're gonna tell for years because him and I. I mean, I have, we can sit in a boat all day, and all we do is reminisce about all the times on the water. And I, he's mm-hmm. he's a great guy, and just just awesome, laughs. awesome awesome dude, man. And he's a great fisherman. I I can't believe uh, you know, you're probably in high demand. I'm sure. But do you do, do you remember do you remember the time we went to the state fair to watch Alabama? Can we move on? And then we left. Oh, boy. He had a date. My wife isn't listening to this either, huh? Well, he had a date, but his plan was to try and ditch her. In fact, I think you were trying to pawn her off on me, but then I made some disparaging joke about women and sheep or something like that, and she didn't let you said, I don't think you got any chance now. So anyway, we we dumped her. We left, and we met Olsen down at the Kenosha Harbor. We fished. Oh, yeah, I dumped uh, her. How can we get rid of her so we can go cast her? I got got a date, but uh, I managed to insult her enough. Anyway, we went down there. She's good looking too. We went down there and cast for trout till like midnight. Then our great plan was to night fish Silver Lake for muskies. So we drove over from there, me and you, got in the boat, launched and tried night fishing uh, Silver Lake for muskies down in Kenosha Harbor. Well, this lasted till about two, three in the morning when we were exhausted. So we decided to take a nap and lay down. You lay, you were in one side of the boat, I was in the other. Aluminum boat, grand you. Yeah, it was White Jaw well, One, right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we we forgot one major factor, Tom. That there's something called dew in the in the in the nighttime, mm-hmm. and woke up oh, yeah. soaking wet, cold. So then <laughs> shivering, uncontrollably. I was shivering, but then I 
I looked at Ron. He'd, he'd covered him. He's in the front floor of the boat, and he'd covered himself with about two of those orange life preservers. And he's trying to use those as covers. Yeah. And finally, after shivering, the, fortunately, I heard a bird peep start singing, and the sun started to come up, and I was so miserable. I finally just stood up and started casting. And Ron <laughs> stood up without a word. Neither of us said a word. And started casting, too. No one said a word. I don't think we said anything for two hours there. Finally, the sun came up. Because you didn't sleep all night. No. You are up till two, and then you're exhausted. So that sucked. So so then we decided we're going to drive to Nabobin. Okay? So we drove straight from there to Nabobin, and that's when you caught that gar you had your brother mount. We went out into that, what, the hole? The kettle? Is that what they call it out that's there? That's a Nagawicka. Nagawicka. Oh, we were in Nagawicka. We didn't know where we were. We fished all afternoon through a Sunday, and... uh Back then, we had a few beers, too. No water whatsoever. By the end of that fishing marathon, we were so dehydrated and delirious. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. It was it was a nightmare, I, but it was a great time. I, I couldn't do that anymore nowadays. I mean, but that was a hell of a hell of Oh, a we were fishing marathon. We, we didn't think about sleeping. We were just going to go fish here, here, here. Yeah. That's how fanatic this guy is. Mm-hmm. Oh, we used to be a fanatic. Now I'm getting soft. And this guy and, can catch a fish in a puddle of water. You know, people do have a knack. Yes. Yeah, we were up in Canada one time jigging walleyes. Oh, here we and go. And all I kept, <laughs> I was in the boat with my dad, and he was with Horton in the other boat. He's pulling up walleye after walleye. I, I swear to God, he just caught one walleye, would put it back down in the water till we weren't looking and lift it up again. Same one, <laughs> over and over. It's happening by, hey, look at this one, look at this. And all I kept getting was, I was after I tied my 12th jig, I kept getting into rocks and breaking off. He had the... He had the knack for it. So I will yeah. say he did. The only time I saw him where he couldn't catch a fish. And you, you got mad at me because you're like, stop it already. I like, told hey, look, him. Look at me. <laughs> He's looking at me. Look at me. I said, for God's sake, you're like a five-year-old on his, riding a bike for the first time saying to his dad, look at me. Yeah. So then he quit waving the walleyes in our face. But the only time I saw him where he couldn't catch a fish, it was kind of comical. You sucked in and bought that banjo minnow. And you, we went to the Kenosha oh, Harbor. And uh, we were trout. I just- Trout oh, work. Tom. You, no, had, you had a freaking two orders of those. No, yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did He's not. He's got a I case did. that only can't get rid of. <laughs> I did so, not. I did. Anyway, we were fishing the Kenosha Harbor, and the brown trout were jumping everywhere. So you know the fish were there. And I remember you tried that goddamn banjo minnow that's foolproof and couldn't catch a fish on it. Hey, speaking of foolproof. Good, good, good plug. Good plug on the For the, the banjo band. minnow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron, did you see? It wasn't see... Ron. It was the minnow. And, and Bait Mate wasn't around back wasn't then. invented. Yeah. yeah. Did you, did, have you seen that new ad for that crankbait lure? Uh, it's a type of a minnow imitator that it, it not only emanates sound, vibration, and flashing lights. The Livingston lure? They, they, no, they, well, I don't know what it's called. They guarantee a fish on every cast. Oh, I don't know. Every cast, guaranteed, or your money back. You guys remember Chuck Woolery from the Love Connection? Oh, sure. He used to have a lure that sold like hotcakes for a while. You yeah. cast it, it had like a string, and then it would vibrate and shake on the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck what? Woolery. I, had yeah, one. I, yeah. I have a I have a buddy who has one. He will not throw it. He had three of them, and he used to tell me about. He used to catch bass after bass. You just throw it out there and let it sit in one spot. And it just vibrates and shakes on the water. Well, he sold a ton of them and sold the company, and he has this one like in a glass box. I wonder know. if this is the same thing because it, it's it is it what is it a minnow imitator type lure? Yeah, it was a some yeah because this thing water. vibrates and it emits sound and it's got a, a light in it that flashes. Is this a new bait you're talking? Yeah, about? I've oh. been seeing it on uh, on commercials, you know, and they're saying guaranteed a fish on every cast, and if you act now for only nineteen ninety five, we'll send you two of them. They throw in a <laughs> set of steak knives too. I don't know, but yeah, fish. I I, huh. I was joking around saying I should just buy one 
Because you know you're not going to catch a fish on every cast with it, right? Just a novelty. The battery's free. No, buy one well, and then and then call and then say, "I want my money back because I did not catch a fish on every cast." Well, I had a cousin. I had a cousin <laughs> right? of mine who used to smoke too much weed back in the day when he was about fourteen, fifteen, and he thought that every time we listened to music on the shore, that that's when we'd catch the fish, right? So he swore and and he said particularly Pink Floyd whenever we were listening to Pink Floyd. So he he tested his theory. He got this little cassette player, and he 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 put in Pink Floyd tape and put it inside a mayonnaise jar and floated it out on a string. <laughs> but it didn't work because the mayonnaise jar leaked and just wrecked his tape player. Boy. <laughs> but he tried it. Well, when we come back after this break, we're going to do the trading post, and I do have an update about the St. Croix Rod lifetime warranty situation, and I didn't want to say anything about this until I got the rod back, all right? Okay. Is this Rod? a happy story? Is this a happy Tom story, or is this a, is this well, a gripe well, Tom we're, story? We're, no, we're going to ask our special guest, Ron Johnson from Arizona, professional bass fisherman, what he thinks of... What does he think a lifetime? You can plead the fifth on this one. What a lifetime warranty him into your means. I, I may already do that. Okay. okay, we'll we'll be right back with more folks. Stay tuned for the trading post. Welcome back to the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Out the Doors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. And you will need some repellents if you go in the great north woods. Got to watch out. I hear the flies are bad up north right now. And the now. ticks. Yeah. And the mosquitoes. And those ankle biters. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, now it is time for the Trading Post. And the Trading Post is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago where they have earned your trust in the quality products they sell. If you have something to sell in the out-of-doors, preferably, uh, or you're looking for something to buy, just give us a call at 799-1250, and we'll put you up on a trading post. You just tell us what you have, what you're trying to get for it, and you leave your phone number, your na- you know, your first name and phone number, and hopefully somebody will call you and buy it, or maybe they might have what you're looking for. So the trading post is now open, and we'll close it a little later on. Now for the update of the St. Croix Rod Saga. If a lot of our regular <laughs> listeners will know what happened, I had a rod that I'm going to just give you the real short Reader's Digest rundown. 25-year-old rod had a lifetime warranty from St. Croix. It was the premier graphite, best rod they made at the time. And I still have quite a few of them that, that are old rods, but they, they haven't broke. They're, they've worked fine for years. So anyway, so uh, I, you know, called to find out, and uh, basically they did, they didn't want to warranty it because it was like 25 years old. And I asked them, well, what does you know lifetime mean to you? And then so finally, Ron Heidenreich, our advertising manager, gave me the name of a big shot up there. I called him, gave me the name and number. And I asked him, what does the lifetime mean to you? And he says, well, for the life of the product. And I said, well, I've got one. And I says, and it doesn't seem like your consumer, I mean, your customer service department wants to warranty it. They want me to send $55 instead of $20. And I told him, I said, I'm not looking for anything free. I said, but if it's a lifetime warranty, I expect it to be repaired. And so, and it wasn't broke. It was just that, what did you call that thing, Ron? That little screw thing that uh, the Fuji, the, the real seat, 
The real seat, yeah, it's a screw part that 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 locks the reel onto the real seat. Couldn't you duct it's, tape it? No, no, it's stripped. <laughs> Not with the size of fish I'm catching. Hey, no. <laughs> anyway, so I I didn't want to say anything until I got the rod back. I got a call from St. Croix from this nice lady, and she says, "Yeah, we have your rod, and uh, yeah, we're gonna repair it." And uh, she said, oh, there's a couple guides that need to be repaired, too. Do you want us to do that while we're at it? And I said, sure. But before she told me about the guide, she says, you just got to send, uh, give us a, because I said I'll give you a credit card number, $30. Well, if it's a lifetime warranty rod, you only have to spend send them $20. Now, it cost me What's seven, the $20 for? Their return shipping of the rod. Yeah. How did you come me, up with that $20 figure? That, that, that's on their website. It's, it's on, on the website. On their website, if you have a lifetime warranty rod, you send them twenty dollars in the rod, which cost me seventeen fifty to mail up there. Anyway, uh, and then they'll repair it or replace it and send it back. Well, they charged me thirty dollars. <laughs> All right, they got an extra ten dollars out of this lifetime warranty rod. And when I talked to the nice gentleman that was up there, I can't remember his name. Uh, he said, "Well, you know, there are limited lifetime warranties and you know certain things." And I said, "Yeah, but I said a few of your items." Don't say limited or anything. No. They say lifetime warranty. And I right. says, and I know you charge a little extra for that lifetime warranty. And I said, uh, you know, it's built into the product's price. And uh, so I said, I've got a lifetime warranty rod. And, but, you know, so he, the, basically I had a lifetime warranty rod that I wasn't taking care of with an actual lifetime warranty. Cost me more than what a... What it should have. Well, John, you Which only, I'm not complaining because... 25 you know. years, you got some good use out of it. <laughs> well, John, And I'm going to get more guys, use out of it. The only reason right? he doesn't buy new equipment, new rods, is because he wants to keep that lifetime warranty yeah. well, one going. And I'm sure the well, technology... He's got a four-foot-long technology rod, but he's not parting with it. Well, right. here's the thing. I've got some of the Legends, too, you know, which are very fine rods. But I'll tell you what, those premier graphite rods that they made years ago, I've had. I've got a bunch of spinning and bait casters yep. for years. Yep. I've never had a problem with them. Oh, yeah, I might step on a guide or something, you know, and have to redo a guide, you know, or something. But I don't have problems with them. You ever get and sued I'm, for stepping on a guide? Is that what no. happened to that St. Croix? You stepped on it? No, no, no. <laughs> that that real seat was stripped. Right, was stripped. I know. Yeah, About so, those guides. But, and, well, the guides, yeah, that was me. That's all. Okay, <laughs> yeah. No, no, now the me. truth is coming out. <laughs> but I had one of those rods, I, too. It got yeah. stolen out of my garage. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But with, with this particular rod, I use it, and, and, and Ron, being a pro bass angler, he's very familiar with the jig and craws. And I use this rod for the jig and craws with heavier line, and you can flip a four-pound bass into the boat without a problem, you know, with this rod. It's no big deal. But... Uh, that's why I wanted it back because yeah. I like this rod. Yeah, we all have our favorites, you know. Yeah, boy, you hear about some some people who have that lure that they've been catching fish on for yeah. you know ten years, and boy, yeah. it stings when a pike or muskie bites it off. I retire them after oh, yeah. a while. They go into the Bushy Hall of Fame. You no longer threaten their livelihood. That's of right. The, I, I <laughs> hang it up, and it's on the Wall of Fame. So, yeah. A question though. Uh, speaking of flipping bass and run in those tournaments, uh, do you just? Have heavy enough line where you just horse them right over the right over the side of the boat and in, or do you try and lip them? Not like at Lake Oneida, you didn't. No, it, 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 it all depends on the conditions and you know, uh, and the equipment I'm using. I mean, if I'm throwing 50, 65 pound braid and heavy cover, yeah, you you know, you rip those things out, but you can't flip. You know, you could, but I, you know, but actually, you were using six pound line. Yeah, you I said? did. I did flip a couple. Uh, you know, when I knew I had a good solid limit and I had an average of three pound fish, and I had a two two and a half pounder, I would just flip them in. You know, and, right. But uh, usually, you get a pretty good one on. I mean, you know, you don't want to take those chances. 
But then again, you know, we have a no net rule. So right. Oh, there's a no, right. no yeah, net rule. There is no a no net rule. rule. Yeah, yeah, no net rule. If I don't see the fish has this thing choked down, I mean, it, you see it all the time. I mean, you can take that gamble, and a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, you can boat flip them real quick, and you'll land them, and there's times when you boat flip them, and then when they do come off, you second-guess yourself and say, gosh darn it, I should have got down and, and, and uh, right. taken my time, wore them out. And, you know, you lift them. Yeah, lift them. Or, now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it the Elite Series that the fish cannot touch the floor of the boat? No, that's what's called Major League Fishing. That's Major League Fishing. Yeah, they it's can't, an awesome show. Yeah, they can't touch the floor of the boat. Or so your Steve Millian would or have been great body. for that. Yeah. You can't pin them against your body yeah. when you bring them in. You, you get a two-minute penalty. Yeah, you grab them, you unhook yep. them. The guy weighs them right there, puts it on his computer, on his laptop, and then let them go. But yeah. if that fish... If you drop it or it hits the floor I, of the I boat, I think by far, you know, for somebody who wants to see what re, what the real uncut version of what yeah. fishing is like, the MLF Major League Fishing is for me. It's my favorite show. I mean, there's a lot. I've of seen shows, it once. But I've seen it once. It's my favorite show. I mean, yeah. obviously, sometimes you even got to bleep things out. But I mean, you see, you know, a lot of your favorite anglers, and, and man, they backlash just like the rest of oh, us. Yeah. You know, and they go a whole day without a bite. I mean, you're looking at some of the best oh, anglers yeah. in the world, and they don't catch a fish. You, you don't call it backlashes. You call it professional, professional overrun. Overrun, right. <laughs> I mean, I get them, too. Self-admitted. Yeah. What, what is it? You don't, you don't step on Superman's cape, and you don't cast into the wind. <laughs> I would, he oh, yeah, said I, something see, else. Yeah, he kind of redid that yeah. one a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I redid that one a little while, bit. While, while wearing, yeah, you never yeah. cast in the wind while wearing a cape. Yeah, I don't, definitely. <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that. Well, hey, we got a phone call. We might have somebody for the trading post there, Mr. We Bill. Huh? It's not for the trading post. No, it's something it's a else. Report. Oh, okay. Well, should we take it now? Well, it's your show? I, let's take it Go next ahead. week. Well, it's yeah, an hour after the break, so you want to do it now? Sure. Go ahead. Who do you got? Yeah, who is Jerry in Green Bay? Hey, Jerry in Green Bay. Calling from Green Bay, giving you a live report. Oh, where are you at, Jerry? Jerry. Just at the launch right now. Waiting on a customer. I went out and I did a little scouting this morning. Hit some walleyes out in the lower bay and. Waiting on my clients to come, and we'll be going out here shortly. Oh, that sounds great. So you're fishing the lower bay of Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going to start in the lower bay with crankbaits. Uh, the bite's been pretty good for a lot of 16 to 18 inch fish. Um, Salmos have been good. So has the uh, Flicker Shed number five, sixes, and sevens. Now, and do you, do you that, Jerry, Jerry, yeah. do you catch anything else besides walleyes on those baits? Uh, yeah, well, unfortunately, we catch some uh, sheephead and some <laughs> uh, catfish. Those aren't what we're after. I caught some white bass actually yesterday, too, out there. Yeah. But the uh, uh, bite's been real good. Then uh, open water bite is just really starting to get going. Um, the AOIs are just starting to disperse away from the reefs and the shallow water, and they're out in the deeper water, and a lot of big walleyes and musky out there uh, following the bait around. I got a 53-inch musky the other day. Out oh, there wow. Trying, on, yeah, on a spinner trying to catch walleyes. It was pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, I bet you that was a battle and a half. Oh, yeah. I had a customer that uh, up to that day, the biggest fish he'd ever caught was 21 inches, and he had a 29-inch walleye and a 53-inch muskie that day. So it was a pretty good day for him, that's for sure. How well, deep? I, I uh, hope he gave you a nice tip. <laughs> how yeah, deep? He did. He did very well. Yeah. How deep of water are you out targeting? Uh, anywhere from 20 to 30, but I know you could even go off further. It's just a case of using your electronics and finding fish. You can't fish memory. You can fish some spots, that area they call the sharp fin is always a, a very popular place. There were boats stacked up on it the other day, and I went through there. I didn't mark anything the whole time. And kind of like, I won't fish in a spot if I'm not marking fish. i got to find some fish before 
I get enough uh, confidence to start putting baits down. Are you uh, looking for uh, Are you looking for schools of bait fish, or are you just looking for the walleyes themselves? I'm looking for marks and game fish to start with, but it seems to be coincide with finding some uh, bait fish. And what is I've seen lately is where I find areas with a little bit of bait fish, I find a lot of walleyes. And when I find um, big piles of big schools of bait, it's hard to pull a fish out of those areas. Really? Yeah, yeah, very difficult. It seems to be that they're just kind of you know following along and. You get might get one here, one there, but when I get to a spot where there's still a little bit of bait but not a lot of it, then I start to see marks, then I know I'm in the right spot. Uh, had a spot the other day, uh, we had back-to-back 28s, and we had a 30 and then a 29 and a half, all in a matter of about 45 minutes, all in one little area. So it's just a case of using the electronics, using your side scan, going out there and just finding fish. Well, Jerry, you got a website that people can get, get in contact with you? I'm on uh, lakelink.com. Uh, I'm a partner of Lakelink under charter captains or under fishing guides. My guide service is called Anglers Plus Guide Service. Uh, uh, I'm taking Mr. Troy Woodrow out today, so it should be an in- interesting day. All right. <laughs> hey. Sounds like it. All right. I was going to give him a yeah. call. Well, Say hello to Troy yes. from us. Yeah. You well, got it, guys. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Okay, Thank you. Bye now. Okay, we got to take a quick break, and when we come back, our special guest, Ron Johnson, pro bass angler from Arizona, is going to tell you about this really easy way to win uh, tickets to Lambeau Field, Packer game, and all that. So when we come back, stay tuned and and listen closely because it's very easy to enter, and you don't have to buy anything, right? Absolutely. All right. No purchase we'll, necessary. Just we'll some be, fun. We'll be right back with more. The Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Stay tuned. Are we hot? We're hot. We're hot. Where's John? Oh, I don't know. He's wandering the halls. Well, of, somebody better go check on him. He's wandering the halls. Uh, Ron, you were going to tell. Oh, go ahead. Welcome Danny. back to the Bait yeah. Made Fish Attraction Studios. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. You were going to tell us, Ron, about this special thing going on that Bait Made's doing. Yeah. Yeah, we thought we'd mention it again since some yeah. of your listeners may have woke up a little, a little later this morning or may miss part of the Light show. Just down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I will be having the all the details of this contest too. Uh, we just, you know, I got with Baitmate yesterday, and we decided to launch this. But we are going to have all the details up on RonJohnsonFishing.com, uh, which is my website, and we have some other contests going, including an actual prize pack, uh, which has been going on for about another month already, month and a half with Baitmate, where you can win a, a Baitmate Coleman gear along mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, some sweatshirts and hoodies. So that is also going on. But when we when I started talking with Baitmate about teaming up with them to do a Green Bay Packer giveaway, I mean, come on, we're getting close to football season. Yep. I mean, I, I think everybody in the state is just as nutty about the Green Bay Packers and football as I am, and I can't wait for the season to start. So what we decided to do was um, do a contest to give away two tickets. 
to Lambeau Field to watch a game with me. I don't know if that's a benefit or <laughs> or a detriment. Or a detriment, <laughs> but you know, uh, we're definitely going to have some fun. Yeah. But they're going to come with me and another representative from Baitmate, and uh, the four of us all go to a game and and have a, a an awesome time. Now the game takes place on November sixth versus the Colts, Indianapolis Colts. And uh, the contest can't be any easier. There's no purchase necessary. There's no, uh, you know. Uh, you just, what do you got to do? You go on all Facebook? You, yep, yep, yep. So this is all you got to do. Do a do. like. Okay. You got to go like us on Facebook and Instagram. So you can go to RJ Fishing Pro, which is on Instagram, or Baitmate underscore fishing on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Ron Johnson Fishing or Baitmate. Um, go on there. You're gonna if you don't follow either Baitmate or myself now, you're gonna get an entry form for just like in our page. Okay. You get an additional entry form between now and September 15th every time you decide to like one of our posts, and you get an entry for forwarding and sharing that post hashtag Baitmate. So you know now through September 15th, there's gonna be a lot of opportunities. The more you follow, the more you like our page, the more entries you get. That's as simple as it is. So there's going to be a lucky winner. Hopefully they could they can bring a guest along, and uh, we're going to have a great time. So it doesn't get any easier than this. So the contest started actually yesterday when I was out at Mills Fleet Farm. We did a soft kind of launch on it. Today we're here at Cutting Edge Outdoors, you mm-hmm. know, uh, announcing it. And I couldn't be more excited. I, I'm excited for this. Yeah, and it also gives you, an, you, you know, this, this is cool how Ron comes up with these ideas to get him back to Wisconsin to see his favorite football team, you know. Oh, right? man. Yeah, he, he's saying, yeah, I got this great idea, guys, at Baitmate. Uh, we come back to Wisconsin, go see the Packer game, you know, and I get to go too. <laughs> what game are you going to see, do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's the Indianapolis Colts. This oh, the is Colts. What they play for, yep. We got some great yeah. tickets. Well, that's a uh, good. That should be a good game. Mm-hmm. It should be. A little, what, Andrew Luck come to town? Andrew Luck. Not hurt. I don't think he's ever been in Lambeau. I don't he know. Not. He has not. He has never been to Lambo. Well, that yeah. he'll be all he'll be all giddy like a schoolgirl, you know. That should be a Lambo. good game. You, know? <laughs> you would be giddy like a schoolgirl, not Andrew Luck. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that should be a good uh, a good a good game. Some great no. great caliber quarterbacks. Did you going pick at. A, what time of year? Did you pick a warm game? I'm sure November six. I guess here you. That's a little yeah, cold that's, for you, no, Ron. That's, that's no, not bad. That's no, not I'm not from Arizona. Soft. That's not bad. Uh, I don't know. No, your you blood, your your blood is thinned. You, you don't even have thinned. any warm boots or anything no, anymore. Yeah. You know, I did come back. You're going to get uh, some Baitmate booties? Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> lined with sheepskin or something from Arizona? All right, Dan. Come on now. So I, I will be. I do come back for a few games, uh, you know, um, usually like one or two a year. But my wife and I have come to a couple of Packer playoff games in late January, early February oh. where it's oh. been zero degrees. That's crazy. And it is awesome. Did you bought, borrow any coats from your brother then? I, you know what's funny is I think my brother did yeah, have probably a snowmobile two, suit. Two sizes too big, huh? No, I, I think I had Wrangler hook me up with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I wore my camo uh Another my camo sponsor, huh? Yeah, another yeah. sponsor, yep. So, Wrangler hooked you up with some yeah. outdoor... Yeah. Oh. They I got, got warm weather gear? Absolutely. I mean, cold weather gear. I had hunting gear on. I was camo, and I had a camo Aaron Rodgers jersey you, on that day. You look like a squirrel hunter. I look like a squirrel yeah, hunter. Yeah, just like my skew you hat. Well, if you go to Lambo in uh, December, January, doesn't everybody wear camo or blaze orange? Yeah, one of the two. I mean, yeah. and then they or have green and gold. Green you and can gold, get the green and gold. Speaking yeah. of squirrels, cool. speak, speaking of squirrels, I know I told the story last year. Ron loves to fish so much. The time we were driving to Goofy Slough, yep, and me, you, and Olson, and I and Olson are the hunters, right? I'm the squirrel hunter, right? Okay, I'm just Here, a, I'm just and a, a compassionate f- lover of the outdoors. Yes, car in front of us, <laughs> compassionate lover. Car in front of us hit a squirrel. And the squirrel is crawling off into the gravel. And I went to put the brakes on because me and Scott wanted to go back and put it out of its misery. 
but not Ron here. Nah, nah, it'll be it's die, it'll be dead. Let's just keep going to the boat launch here. It's a quarter mile down the road. You didn't want to turn around for nothing. You guys didn't let you, me live that down all no, day. No, no. The, the thing, the squirrel's Mr. actually. Mr. Compassionate he's, here. The squirrel's literally he's reaching. He's, he's reaching up with his front legs, dragging the back of his body like inches at a time. Yeah. Like, like somebody across <laughs> oh, the floor. And, Ron, he'll no, be okay. He'll be okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. We're almost at the boat launch. Yeah. I kind of agree with you, Ron. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Some some crow will come down and grab it or turkey vulture. Yeah. You know? He was done for. Or some <laughs> hawk will grab it. Maybe yeah. that eagle that left the stadium yeah couldn't happen to a better team yeah anyway um well ron thanks for coming in today thanks for having me i know me, guys. you're a busy guy traveling around the country fishing for basses what time are you going to be you at know? cabela's yeah. today uh i'm going to be at cabela's today from 10 to 2 so come on down again we've got some great bait mate giveaways and i look forward to talking with you, you got any questions uh talk tips techniques anything like that man i'm, mm-hmm. I'm all yours are you going to be set up outside i'm going to be inside? outside with the boat and truck so uh we'll have a little table you'll see me i'm not I'm not going to be hard to miss you've seen the green boat so and yeah. it won't be as hot today as it was this past week. Oh, beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful yeah. day. So stop up there and talk to Ron. Yeah, see Ron. Get some tips. Best fisherman I know. Yeah, and uh, and uh, of course, uh, maybe you're, you're going to be going with John Gillespie again, right? Uh, Monday morning. Monday so morning. You morning look for that gonna, show in the coming weeks. And are you going with Brian Settley? Not sure. You're not even sure, huh? Not sure. All right. Well, we'll be looking forward to seeing that. They take you everywhere but bass fishing. I know. <laughs> we'll be looking forward to seeing that next weekend. You know, on the Gillespie show. You know, Thank you, guys. We're almost 10 years into this, and we started uh, Make Everything America by American. Uh, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Uh, now I've been saying, God bless and stay free. Guys, don't shoot one another. You know, lives matter, but guess what? Don't get yourself in a position where you might get shot. Good advice, Fred. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.